Today's words from the hills reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. So this morning, I want to quickly bring the word of God, just to bring a charge to us, um, and to thank you, thank you, Pastor Mo. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the honor to be here. Um, I want to share what the Lord laid in my heart in January, and that was before all the pandemonium. I was talking with a friend, and he said, we're talking about money, funny enough, and out of the blue, he just said, so what's the Lord saying? And I said to him, the Lord is saying, stay in the ark. And at that time, I didn't know what it meant. And he said, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. Go and read your Bible and find out what Noah did. But that word just kept coming up every day, stay in the ark, stay in the ark. And I kept wondering, God, what does that mean? And uh, as things began to unfold, I decided to go find out what God was saying on that day in January when he said to me, stay in the ark. And I read the story of Noah. So please, when you go home, go read Genesis 6, the entire chapter. I read the account of Noah's ark. And I realized at that time, life was going on, you know, life, it was life. People were eating, drinking, getting married, doing Owambe, you know, Lagos life, it was just life. And the Lord said to Noah, build an ark. That was the strangest thing in, uh, the strangest information at the time, to build an ark. It would have been so easy to join the trend, to just go with the flow, go with the people eating and drinking. But in spite of what was trending, Noah obeyed God. He looked very foolish. People laughed at him, wondered what he was doing. But he did not relent in his obedience. And for me, that was radical obedience that Noah, um, you know, did at that time. He obeyed God. And I kept saying to God, God, are you saying that we should obey you? Because I really didn't know what stay in the ark meant. And the Lord said to me, there's another ark that is called the Ark of the Covenant. And I went to look at the Ark of the Covenant, and I realized that the same way God had given Noah instructions and exact specifications was the same way God had given Moses instructions and the exact specifications. And he said, build the Ark this way. And again, Moses obeyed God. And at that time, all the children of Israel joined him to obey God. And I still did not find a convergence between both acts. And I kept asking the Lord, what are you trying to say when you say stay in the ark? The Lord said to me, the ark depicts some things. First, it talks about obedience. Then it talks about hearing God. You know, you must hear God. And then he talks about, for me, which was the most significant issue in today, a change of pattern. When God told Noah to build the ark, he did that because he was closing a chapter and he was opening another chapter. When God told Moses to build the ark, he did that because he was closing one chapter he was taking the children of Israel through the wilderness and he wanted them to see or to come into a different way of worship. So the Lord said to me, every time he brings the ark, 
to move his people, there's a changing of a pattern. There's a changing of a season. So when God says to us in this season, stay in the ark, he's saying that to us because patterns are changing. He's saying that to us because he's changing something. Something different is going to happen. And he started to teach me about different changes in the Bible. First of all, he started with Job. I didn't know, I didn't know Job changed the pattern. But he said before Job suffered, it was unheard of for a righteous man to suffer. Never heard of. So every time a righteous man suffered, it was assumed that you were suffering because you were unrighteous. And that was the struggle his friends had with him. They kept saying to him, confess. This is, you know, but God was saying, there was, there was a conversation in heaven that changed that pattern. And that from time to time, heaven will interrupt the events of things that are happening on earth. And he will change the pattern. So he did that with Job. And then he did that with Noah. Never before had the world been destroyed. So he changed the pattern so that people would see that God would intervene at certain times and change things. And then he did that with the Ark of Covenant because before then, there was no symbol. There was nothing when the children of God wanted to worship. There was nothing they could connect to, you know, but he did that with the Ark. And then he did that with the birth of Christ. Never before had a virgin given birth. So he, he, he brought a divine interruption, you know, so that Jesus would come. He did that with the death of Christ. Because when Christ died, the Bible says that in the temple, the, the entrance, the veil that shielded the holy place, because before then only the priests could enter, he says the veil tore in two. Why? So that we could enter. Then he did that in Acts 2 with the Holy Spirit. Never before had men spoken in tongues. Never. And he interrupted the earth again when he sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came and men began to speak in tongues. And people received power to do miraculous things. You know, and the Lord said, he said, these interruptions are always prophesied beforehand. So every time he signals to his children to say, stay in the ark, he's saying that because there is a divine interruption that is coming. There's something that is coming that will change the whole earth. It will change the way we think of God. It will change the way we see him. Do I know what it is? No, I don't. But it has been prophesied beforehand. So what do we do as children of God? We obey. Like Noah did. We obey. And we stay in the ark. And I said to God, what is the ark? He said, it is that place where I am. Don't visit. Stay. Because many times we visit. The, t the only time where there is Sunday maybe a prayer meeting. But God is saying, no, that in this season, you need to stay. Come into my presence. That is what the act is, and stay. Why do you need to stay? Because it is only when you are in the act that you begin to understand the interruption that will happen in the earth. 
The entire coronavirus saga is a decoy, is a smokescreen. And if we get caught up in it, we will miss what God is interrupting in the earth. We will miss what God is about to do. And that's why the devil has released such a strong spirit of fear. It is global fear. And the Lord says that when fear gets into your heart, fear is the spirit that opens the door for other spirits to come in. If fear doesn't get in, the other spirits will not get in. I said to God, I said, I know you're going to interrupt the earth, but I don't know what you're going to, how you're going to interrupt the earth. So what do we do in this season? When you say stay in the ark, stay there. You must be constantly, constantly praying. Even if it means speaking in tongues at work, you must be constantly praying. Thank God there's a lockdown, so there's no excuse anymore. You must be constantly praying in this season so that you can remain in the ark. The other thing you need to do is you must hunker down and study. There was a woman who was in the temple and the scripture said that she had been there for about 80 years, 70 something years, waiting for the Messiah to be born, Simeon and Anna. Anna waited. Why did she wait? Because she came across a prophecy in the scriptures that told her that the Messiah would come. And she held on to that word. What is the word you're holding on to this season? It must be a word of revelation from God concerning what he's about to do. And oftentimes we miss out on what God is going to do because we don't know. But ignorance is not an excuse. We have to know. And the only way we can know is to go back to the foundational things. Take your Bible. Ask the Holy Spirit to interpret his word to you. Sit down. Stay there. I cannot overemphasize this. Just stay there. Stay in the ark. The other thing I wrote down is you must shut off the world's voices like Noah did. Noah could have joined the eating and the drinking. Moses could have stayed on the campground with the children of Israel. But he went up to the mountain. So you must do what? You must shut it off. Yesterday I took a decision. I said I'm not listening to CNN. Not anymore. I'm not listening to I'm not going to read anymore WHO reports. NCD. I'm not reading anything. I'm, I don't want to know. What I need to know is what the Lord is saying. What is God saying? You must shut off those voices. Because guess what? Those voices are creating fear. And they're creating arguments. And relationships are breaking. Depression is setting in. High blood pressure is setting in. People are going through torment. The Lord says you need to shut it off. Yes, it's happening. Tell yourself, okay, it's happening. Fine. What is God saying? And until you shut it off, you will not hear what God is saying. If Noah was eating and drinking and making merry with everyone else, he would never have heard the specifications God gave him concerning building the ark. 
So we need to shut it off and embrace the presence of God this season. The last thing the Lord said to me, he said, your confession must be my word. Nothing else. You know, sometimes over intelligence is worrying us. There are all sorts of polls. People are doing polls. Oh, Nigerians are saying this. Nigerians are saying that. Don't back down. Don't be politically correct. Be scripturally correct. Who is on the Lord's side? Stand up and say, I am on the Lord's side. And I declare according to the word of God, no evil will come near me. No plague will come near my dwelling. Why? Because I am in the secret place. Anybody who wants to come, he should come and contend with my Jesus. A child said, you know, a little boy, he said, he was asking a question. He said, can Jesus defeat the incredible hawk? Because as far as he was concerned, the incredible hawk is, incre you know, incredible hawk was so big. So for me, I visualize God bigger than the incredible hawk in the eyes of a child. And imagine Jesus standing there and something is coming. Nothing can get past him. Nothing can get past him. But I want us to be ready. There is divine interruption happening. And we can't see it because we're eating, we're drinking, we're making merry. This is a time to retreat and to begin to ask the Lord, God, what are you planning to do on the earth? And what is my place in that? When you wrote the specifications, God, where was my name, ID? What do you need me to do? God, I need to obey you like Noah did. So I need to know what the specifications are. You gave Moses details. Father Lord, download the details. But that download comes where? In the secret place, in the ark. When you stay there, and that's what God is saying to us this morning. Stay. Stay. Stay there. Don't visit. This is not the time for, you know, hello, bye. This is the time for dwelling. Making room there. Making, finding your place. And as God begins to speak to you, that is what you declare. Be careful to say what God says. And be careful to rebuke every word God has not said. If we as children of God, for every WhatsApp message you get about coronavirus, you send a response of declaration of what God is saying, we will change this atmosphere with our declarations. But we must stay in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to just ask God this morning, to give us divine understanding. I want us to ask God this morning to give us revelation. Father, open my heart, oh God. Open my ears in the spirit so I can hear you. Father, open my heart to understand what you are doing. Father, help me to separate myself from the world even at this time. Help me not to be engrossed in the eating, the drinking, the fear, the worry, the panic. Father, help me to stay in your presence. Oh, God, 
I dedicate myself to you, God. I rededicate myself to you this morning. I declare this is my declaration that I am a child of the living God. Father, I'm not a slave to fear. The spirit of fear is broken from off my life in the name of Jesus. And my spirit becomes a vessel that you can use in this end times, oh God. Father, I rededicate myself to you, oh God. Father, I declare that my ears are open in the spirit. Father, I declare that I receive boldness to speak, oh God, your counsel, to speak your word, everything that you are saying in this season. Father, I receive the boldness to speak. My God, I receive might in the spirit. My God, I receive revelation in the spirit. My God, we will not be weary in the spirit. Father, we will tarry in the presence of the living God. My Father, we will love your presence, oh God. Father, we will enjoy your presence, oh God. Father, we will rejoice in your presence. We will no longer be weary of prayer. We will not be weary of worship. Father, when we open the word to start, the Holy Spirit will begin to teach us. My God, our spirits are open to receive from you. We bar our spirits. We block every channel of our spirit from every plan of the enemy. Every wicked thought of Satan. My God, we declare this morning that it shall not be planted in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we uproot every wicked thought, every evil thought, every fearful thought. We bind the spirit of depression, every spirit of fear that is plaguing the children of God, for fear has torment, every tormenting spirit, we bind you in the name of Jesus, and Father, we present ourselves to you, vessels that you will use for your move in this last day, you will use us, oh God, cleanse us, Father, wash us, empower us, speak through us, speak to us, oh God. And let our response be yes. Father, our response will never be no. We covenant ourselves to you. We declare this morning, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, our response is yes, Lord. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We say yes to you, God. We say yes. Spirit of the living God, fill us up. Fill every space, every space. Fill us up, Spirit of God. Fill us. Fill every space. Fill every space. We belong to you. We will never follow the voice of a stranger. We will follow your voice. We will hear your voice. We will hear your voice. Anoint us afresh, God. Father, let fresh fire fall. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.